Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, hear from beloved actors and happily married couple Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally, writer and host Sam Maggs, and singer Mashonda Tafrere. From marriage to friendships and collaborations to co-parenting, you'll explore all the different kinds of personal relationships that can enrich your life. And find out which author's dream narrator is the voice of Wonder Woman. Enjoy. Hello, I'm Megan Mullally. And this is her husband, Nick Offerman. And we are in the studio recording the audiobook for our book entitled The Greatest Love Story Ever Told An Oral History. Fast. Our audiobook recording experience was fast. Luscious. Easy. Our audiobook recording experience was palatable. <laughs> Our audiobook recording experience was extremely pleasant. Yeah. Recording the audiobook was interesting because we kind of already recorded the audiobook because the book is a series of recordings that Nick and I made on various topics. So it's sort of like the conversation within the conversation within the conversation in a way. Yeah, I I mean, listening to you record, especially your solo pieces, made me think of the listener and that it's going to be very enjoyable for them because you have such a bright personality. Like when I imagine hearing my own reading, I'm like, oh, it sounds like an old toad telling a story down by the creek. <laughs> but, you know, when I was reading it, it sounded different than it did in my head because you have such a bright and sharp personality. And so that's what occurred to me. I kept imagining the reader enjoying your delivery. Well, thank you. And I felt the same about your performance. But also, I think that what's really interesting about the book is that it's the book is comprised primarily of spontaneous conversations that Nick and I have with each other on a variety of topics. And it's all, it's just us. So if you want to get an idea of what our relationship is really like and what the dynamic is like between us, then I mean, I don't know what better way there would be unless you like move into our house with us, which unfortunately, we're not taking any guests. At the moment, but keep an eye on Craigslist. Right. Humility. <laughs> <laughs> were there any words that we had trouble pronouncing? I don't know. I don't think so. You were uh, an English history major for a time. Is that right? English. English. Well, traditionally, we both love vocabulary, and we both are students of reading and writing. And, and so we often enjoy $5 words. And over the years, some words that I often have decided how to pronounce on my own, just through reading, because I never heard them pronounced, you then will correct me in the pronunciation, which I appreciate. And... During this reading, you corrected my pronunciation of prosthetic. 
Oh, because it's prosthetic. Because it's prosthetic. But I'm glad that you said that you appreciate me correcting you because I think that that's a very irritating quality when people say, mm, actually, it's pronounced blah, blah. But like I did it the first time years ago and you were like, thanks. I always wondered about that. And I was like, oh, I guess it's okay to. I do think that it's different between spouses. If, if you do it in a household or in a family setting, that's one thing. But in a social or public setting, when you correct someone's pronunciation, that's can be a little more irksome. We spend a lot of time correcting the pronunciation of contestants on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. They can't hear us, but we are correcting them, and they should know that. Our favorite activity to do together while listening to audiobooks is jigsaw puzzles. <laughs> We love audiobooks, and so we go... We go hiking. Just outside of Bakersfield, where our property is. We love to listen to books on headphones when we're out hiking, or we both listen to them in our car separately or together. And sometimes it gets sticky. Like if we take an eight-hour trip with a nine-hour book and we get home, then we have to each make sure we have the book so we can get through the last hour before we go crazy. I can safely say that I've listened to an outrageous number of audiobooks. I also read hard copy books, but I have listened to a pretty stupid number of audiobooks. The key is, it has to be a great book, but it has to be a great narrator. Yeah. Because if it's a bad narrator, it doesn't matter how good the book is. Having said that and just narrated an audiobook, I'm feeling a little insecure. Sure. But I'm just being honest. What can I say? I feel relatively confident that our rendering of our book will be found palatable. Yeah, let's right now talk about how what a great job we just did. <laughs> let's talk at length about how great we are and how we nailed it. And nobody's going to say, I didn't really like it. Yeah, nobody's going to say that. Yeah, and nobody's going to say, her voice is irritating, though. Nobody's going to say that. Right. Nobody is. Nobody's going to say, he talks slow. Nobody's going to say that. Someone just heard you make that comment, and they said, cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very Very cool. Very cool. The first time I listened to an audiobook was a long time ago. It was on cassette. And I found it hard to concentrate at that time. Then over the years, I think audiobooks got better because they got better narrators. The Bonfire of the Vanities, Tom Wolfe, that was so good that it changed my whole audiobook outlook. And I started thinking, oh, man, well, if it's like this, then I'm in. Yeah. And we love to take road trips, and so pretty early on we started listening to books on our road trips, and we even kind of would plan out destinations based on the duration of the books, or we'd plan our route. Like, let's take this two-hour loop, because we have an 11-hour book, one driving to Bakersfield, which is where we live. The flats of Bakersfield, so beautiful there. You guys are missing out. If I was going to recommend one audio book... It would be from one of our favorite writers who is so good at reading his own stuff, George Saunders. And I think a great 
jumping off point or gateway story is a story called Fox 8. I agree. The number eight. He's so oh, it's good. So good. It's really short too. Yeah, it's, it's like a little... forty minutes. Yeah. And then you'll be hooked and then you'll listen to all the rest of his books. Yeah, that's really good. David Sedaris is so great at narrating his own material also. Mm. But I would say just novel wise, two of my favorites have been The Secret History which is narrated by the author, Donna Tartt, and The Crimson Petal and the White, Michelle Faber. It's really well done. Those are both like really, really long novels with a lot of twists and turns. So good. But there have been a million that I love, but those just sprang to mind. And those were two exceptionally good puzzle books. Yes, those were both puzzle books, and they were both very effective. I do feel that I... Well, possibly Nick and me are going to be awarded the Nobel Prize for Neuroscience because we've made this discovery that when you're doing a jigsaw puzzle, you can focus on the jigsaw puzzle better if you're listening to an audiobook at the same time. And conversely, you can focus on an audiobook more closely if you're doing a jigsaw puzzle. I guess they use two slightly different parts of the brain that are complementary, but I'm waiting for my yeah. Nobel. I've built prize. a mantle spot for it. Hi, this is Sam Maggs. I wrote my book because I think it's incredibly important, especially in this time, that we encourage girls to team up and cooperate with each other instead of feeling like they have to compete against each other. I feel like so often in our society, girls are socialized to think that there can be only one of them in any given field and that we all have to compete with each other for a limited number of jobs. But the truth of the matter is that women are stronger when we support each other than we are apart, and we have to fight back against that sort of entrenched patriarchal urge to compete with each other in order to support each other and lift each other up because the more women rely on each other and support each other, the stronger we are. And I think that scares the patriarchy, and anything that scares the patriarchy is A-OK by me. I realized I had trouble pronouncing pretty much any non-English word in the entire book. (laughs) I've studied French and Spanish and a little bit of Japanese, But there are so many different cultures in this book, which is awesome. But I have to tell you, I don't know how to speak Korean. I don't know how to speak Persian or Vietnamese or, (laughs) well, I definitely don't know how to speak French or Spanish or Japanese either. I certainly don't know how to speak Finnish. So going through this book and coming across all the different terms in their original languages was a great challenge for me, but also a really awesome learning experience. I was able to rely on a lot of great folks with experience in different languages, friends and wonderful people from Twitter who reached out to help me out. And I'm so grateful for that. 
my goal here was not to embarrass myself as much as possible and to hopefully make non-speakers of those languages think that I sound pretty okay and to make actual speakers of those languages think that at least I cared enough to try, even if I'm not very good at it. I'm excited about folks being able to hear this book out loud because I think a lot of these stories really lend themselves well to imagining really cool moments. And you can do that when you read, but there's something about hearing something out loud that really makes those images come to life in your mind. So I had a lot of fun translating those experiences out loud, kind of making them come to life that way. I hope it makes them more visceral and real when you're listening to it than when you're just reading it. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Susan Eisenberg. She's an incredible voice actor, and most importantly, she's the voice of Wonder Woman in all the DC Comics animated series. How awesome would it be to have Wonder Woman read my own book? (laughs) So that's my choice. The last awesome audiobook that I listened to was A Girl's Guide to Missiles, Growing Up in America's Secret Desert by Karen Piper. It was a really interesting coming-of-age story, which is rare enough for a girl. Coming-of-age stories are often about guys, about the China Lake Missile Range in World War II. Super fascinating. Another great nonfiction about women. I highly encourage you to check it out on audiobook. Hi, this is Mashanda Tafrere. We are here at Penguin Random House Audio Studios in New York City, where I just finished recording the audiobook version of Blend, The Secret to Co-Parenting and Creating a Balanced Family. Blend is about the modern-day family and creating ways to successfully bring this family dynamic together in a way that it can make sense for not only the parents involved, but the children. It's also about healing, letting go, and moving forward with your life. I wanted to record my audiobook because I didn't feel anyone else would be able to attach the emotion to the words the way that I do. It's about my life. It's a memoir slash self-help book and I just felt like my voice was necessary. I prepared to record by really not talking a lot. I tried to just stay silent and keep my throat warm because I'm not really a big talker to begin with. So I noticed that after day one of recording, I had like some sore throat issues. And so by day two, I was prepared for that. Also drinking a lot of warm tea and water. I realized I had trouble pronouncing many words. There's so many words that we don't use every day that end up in our books. (laughs) And so when you go to pronounce them, you're like a two-year-old. But with the guidance of a great director and engineer, it all comes together very well. (laughs) My favorite part of the book to narrate was definitely the outro. I mean, it's just so emotional. Everything resonates with me, but the outro is, it's just, I feel it in my soul every single time I read it. And I don't know, there's something good about that yucky, cryy feeling that you get on the inside. 
when you read something so emotional. So um, that's always very cleansing to me. So that's my favorite part. I would totally record another audiobook if it was my book. There's no way. They would have to pay me a whole lot of money to record someone else's book. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And you get emotionally invested as well. So it's definitely a labor. <laughs> if I couldn't record my own audiobook, the only other person I would want to record it is Michelle Obama. We're both Capricorns, and I think we both have that same vibe. So, uh, yeah, I trust her with every word. My words of wisdom for the next author in the studio. Whew, definitely meditate the night before. You know, ask God, or whatever you believe in, ask the universe to speak through you and to open you up to be vulnerable and to uh, allow you to share this legacy because... That's what it is. This audio lives on forever. So just ask for that guidance to get through it. I'm going to be honest. I've listened to probably two audiobooks in my entire life. I'm old school, so I love to hold the book and turn the pages and smell the book. But this is like modern day technology and it's appreciated. And I do feel like some people have such great voices that you want to hear them speak their words. Maybe I'll listen to more audiobooks moving forward after this experience. I have a new appreciation for it. I feel like for my whole life, I've always been a reader and a writer. So reading out loud and telling stories is something that I naturally love to do. I've read to my son, and my grandmother always made me read to her. So this felt pretty natural. It's also very entertaining, and I, I think I entertained my listeners out there very well, so... <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.